systems are offline. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. The Pat and AJ Podcast. Well, because they got great banter. They jib-jab. Jib-jab, jib-jab, jib-jab. Pat and AJ. I feel like the conversation we've been having in the last five minutes is a lot more interesting than the shit they're talking about on the radio. Just moronic commentary and stupid sound effects, and it's just dumb. It doesn't make any sense. It's the Pat and AJ Podcast. Hey, everybody. Episode 5. Episode 5. Listening to Episode 5. Made it 5. All the way to 5. It's not live. This is where most podcasters quit because it's too much work. Right? They realize they're like, ugh. I'm not famous yet. No oh. one's no one's offering me no. all all this free stuff. It definitely um <laughs> it's uh I think it makes people appreciate radio folk a little bit more when they try a podcast. A little bit. Yeah, probably not. No, no they don't respect us not at all. Really. <laughs> it's just different. That's what uh, me and you always talk about Adam Carolla, because he was one of like the first I mean, I guess big podcasters, right? Yeah. Like like I mean Joe Rogan's the podcaster now. But um, Adam Carolla was the first one that really took off, and he always attributed it to that he just brought a radio work ethic yeah. to the podcast, where he had come out of the radio world, so he goes, okay, I have to put out X amount per week, they should be this long, they yeah. should be somewhat structured, and then shockingly people somewhat liked it i know what a concept somebody who knew what they were doing was successful in it not not everybody's meant to be a podcaster but it's also not to say that you can't just start doing what you're doing and then eventually evolve and get better because you you always will listen i'm in the process right now on so many levels of downsizing our stuff as we get ready to move yet again not only our stuff but my mom's stuff We'll get to that in a minute. I'm really over it. (laughs) But I have literally an entire box of cassette tapes, mainly. Right, Gramps. That I have to go through (laughs) that are just years and years of radio shows that I did either on my own uh, with AJ, mainly on my own. These I was going to say what we what we used to do in radio is you record to, your show you'd on record a your show on a cassette, and then when you wanted a new job, yeah. you'd send that cassette to a program director. So you know, I'll listen to these now since I'm out of the traditional broadcast game, and I'll probably reminisce a little bit and laugh at at at, at how much I sucked, and then toss them. And so, same thing with you know someone who's starting a podcast. I hope you listen to your first episode after you do ten, twenty, thirty, forty, fifty, a hundred, a thousand. Yeah. Whether you're getting paid or not, whether it took you 10 years or not, I hope you listen back to your first one and go, oh, man, that one was so bad because you should be getting better. What you should not do is listen to your first one and go, oh, this is the best thing ever. This is <laughs> Spotify just better sign me. Now. I want that Joe Rogan money. Give Here's, me that $95 million Joe Rogan contract. I'll tell you why I think we're we're thinking that way right now because we're watching a new season. Well, it's not a new season. It's a season of Ink Master. We're watching a lot, of, a lot of reality TV. Yeah. We're going through Ink Master, RuPaul's Drag Race. Um, but on Ink Master, there are a lot of new tattooers who walk in, pounding their chest like, I'm the shit. And like the judges specifically say, hey, be humble. Yeah. Learn while you're here. That's the point. If you don't... If you don't want to get better, you already yeah. think you're the best, you're going to go nowhere. And that applies to everything, whether it's tattooing or radio or podcasting. You have whatever to have, you do, you have to grow, okay? You have to grow, and it takes a certain amount of ego, because any kind of artist tree, because tattoos are artists, radio folks, right there around mimes, podcasters, <laughs> slightly above stand-up comics these days. 
and stand-up comics still get paid more. Boy, they, they are. don't get paid a lot, but they get paid no, more. <laughs> I love stand-up comics so much these days. They're the ones doing it. They're the ones really hustling. Yeah. They're, they're the ones who finally figured out a way to, 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 to do a radio show, which is really, I mean, the comics, we owe the comics for, for podcasts, yeah. to be honest. Because Rogan's a comic, and he's arguably the king of all podcasts. But the comics were the ones who used to be forced to come on to morning radio. And boy, if you sat in a comic circle, this is something they love John about. They love John about all the little morning radio shows that they had to do across the country to, to promote their stand-up games. Like, I was a morning radio person, and I truly feel bad for the comics that had to go on morning radio shows. So, one, they're dealing with people who inherently um, have egos may think that they're funnier than the comic because oh every radio God. DJ like secretly thinks like like there's a quasi stand up. But you're not. Even I I'm do. I'm not. Yeah. Even I do until I tried doing three minutes of stand up and it was the scariest so three minutes hard. of my life. But for years those guys had to make those rounds and they had to talk to wacky zoos and one, they just went to bed like two hours ago because these right. comics are up all night and they're driving after their gig yeah. to the next gig. And you never knew how funny they were because they were off their game. Yeah. I had on like some of the most, God, in Seattle, because it was just Seattle. I had on like a lot of A-name guests and stuff. I had these guys on at 6 o'clock in the morning, and they were the unfunniest sons yeah. of bitches. Sinbad might as well have been in a coma. Sinbad <laughs> might as well have stayed asleep when I interviewed what's, what's him. He actually, I mean, he might have been asleep, actually. He might have been asleep, but I don't Somebody blame him. He was just moving his lips yeah. for him. I don't blame him because yeah. it's not their time. But now these comics are doing these podcasts. Yeah, good for them. And they're amazing. They're so funny. Because they're doing them on their own time. They're doing them at night. They're all, you know, yeah. buzzed up, half in the bag. So we have Hawaii Cats on this fifth episode of the Pat and AJ podcast. I'm also going to open our garage door. <laughs> and let you walk into it and just buy shit. It's a garage sale where I just open the door and you come in and take stuff. Please, well, God, okay. please help. Because we're on the clock, right? Because we have one week, one week from today, I'll be traveling. I'll be in the air uh, going to uh, Kailua Kona, Hawaii, Big Island, right? Relocating as the fam stays here. So we're doing like our last, like we all heard Nagasaurus Rex last podcast. Oh, I will punch you in your face. Um, she was all about my mom's storage locker. Cause my mom who passed away a couple years back, she had this storage locker and uh, we downsized it, all her stuff from a house to an assisted living. And then when she died, room, yeah. we downsized to the storage space and we said, we'll get to it. And we just paid for it every month, which was basically flushing money down the toilet. But I said, if you are going to Hawaii to find work, then there are a few things we have to do before you leave. One of those being your mother's storage space, because that's not on me. Like, there's so much stuff in there that could potentially be important to you. I'm not going through it. So we've been going through that these past two days. Cause it only took us two trips to get everything it home. Bad. It wasn't bad. No, it, uh, like three or four I trips. I just downsized everything. I just, well, took yeah. all, I just took all the pictures out of every kind of uh, uh, album and frame, and I just threw them into, like, a one little Tupperware box. Um, she has um oh, she has a bunch of precious moments they're all uh, everything's in the box yeah like it's not in pristine condition like some of the boxes are dented some are in better shape than the others but i joined a barbie collectors group on facebook just to kind of start feeling it out yeah and i think a lot of these people are going to take a lot of your mom's stuff good great there's like eight barbies that are worth a lot of money so i want to make sure i i do want well i want to catalog everything so i make sure like we're there not getting was, ripped off there was mythically my mom mythically supposedly had one really early one that was somewhere in some 
some box and like who knows. There's a good possibility we'll find it. There's a lot of Barbies and <laughs> our garage is a Barbie house oh, it right really now. Is. So any little girls want to come over and play? No, don't, don't take I, them out of the box yet. See, okay, that's, that's that would be my ultimate fantasy that a bunch of little girls Aww. got these Barbies and tore them right out of the box because that was just like when my son got into Star Wars. And all of a sudden, we realized that oh, he got into Star Wars during a low period when yeah. when there wasn't anything new going on. So there were new, there were no current toys. So when he wanted like a like a lightsaber, I had to go online, and of course, it's from the the one two three in the late nineties. Yeah, and it's in the box. Yeah, and it's one of the and it's marked up. And I'm like, fine, buy it. And as soon as my kid got it, ripped he, it out of the box. Ripped that some bitch right out the box. He's running around the house like he's Anakin. And I'm like, that's what I Listen, wanted. I'll tell you what. Whichever Barbies do not get sold by the time we're leaving, and I'm not gonna like, I'm not gonna be nitpicky about price. Like if no, somebody wants to get rid of it. But whichever we don't sell, I'll donate to like uh, the children's center, yeah, totally. so they can play with totally, them. Totally, totally. Because I, I'm not, and I'm not now, in this to make money off it. But I definitely, I want to make sure these get to people who are going to appreciate them, and the ones that nobody wants, you know, rip them out of the box. Now, as far as the plates, I have no idea. If it doesn't work out, um, Opa, it's a big Greek party. We're smashing plates. Right? Okay? Can I just? Oh, Opa! you know what? I could do that. I could charge people like five bucks a person. Opa! <laughs> Good. The good news with Pat and AJ. So weird now that we're not on like the FM dial. I have to tell people where things are if they're local. Um, and this where com- is local? This is from Grand Blank, Michigan, okay. which is uh, <laughs> it's a suburb of Flint. Because it's local to you now, and then in a week, my local is going to be. Well, you're. Lo- it's not. In no Hawaii. offense. It's not about you. It's about people listening that I'm aren't from just here. Saying what's local and ladies. God, are you loud tonight? Um, so the words cost of daycare will make your butthole pucker, like butthole, like pucker up, like, like I, I literally, I I start to feel heart palpitations when people start quitting jobs because they go, well, I'm going to spend more on daycare than I actually make. That's the cost of daycare is insane. Luckily though, for some local families, they've received a financial act of kindness, carrying hands, daycare and preschool here in Grand Blanc. It's on Saginaw street, suburb of Flint has decided to pay it forward. They got um, some monies, federal stimulus money, because of COVID-19, and they decided to put credits on their family's accounts. Like $200 credits. You have no idea what that $200 can mean when you got those little ones and yeah. the daycare. AJ always goes back famously to when we cashed in a jar of change to buy our son formula. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. The amount of money we've saved, and because we were paying for daycare up until the pandemic yes, and our we son were. is in middle school because we worked so early we needed somebody to get him on the bus it wasn't like he you know turned five and went to kindergarten and daycare was done yeah, yeah. Um, and that money we've saved is getting us through our unemployment period right now so I understand and they said a lot of the single parents cried because they're like it just helps take the burden off them um, and they're looking forward to doing this again. They said they will absolutely keep giving out credits as long as they can. And they said, you know, the average cost is like three twenty-five a week Ugh, per kid. So crazy. So when you when you drop two hundred bucks off that per kid, that's insane. That is, yeah. That's an enormous help, and I love that they're doing that because I'll be honest, I haven't heard of any other daycares or preschools doing this. No. 
and I can't blame anybody right now because everybody is struggling in their own way. But the fact that Caring Hands Daycare and Preschool in Grand Blank gave their families the stimulus money and it's amazing. And I love it. And the good news is always up at patandaj.com. You guys make me feel good. Spread the good news now at patandaj.com. Hang on. This is going to sound so mom of me. Dylan, can you go preheat the oven for the meatloaf? Oh, yeah. <laughs> 400, please. Okay, boomer. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, the Hawaii thing's freaking me out. It's freaking me out. I'm also super excited about it. So here's, here's kind of where we're at with the whole thing because I feel bad. People, I think they thought we had this all like in the bag and just ready to go. Yeah. And we didn't, but we also have put our minds to it that we want to move to Hawaii. We think for us, for our mental health, for our family, it'll be a great place to live. Mm -hmm. We also, with Pat being out of radio now, have more job prospects. Yeah. It, you, in radio, it used to be you move wherever there's a job, whether you want to move yeah, there, there or no, not. I mean, there was no choice unless no. you wanted to sacrifice. And, and listen, there were a lot of people I know, really talented people, who probably sacrificed a career because they didn't want to leave a certain geographical area yeah, or because they only wanted to work within a specific music format. And those are all personal decisions that you make. But we but chose... But you're also going to napalm your career then. But we chose to just, you know, instead of be the team that hung out in Milwaukee and just found jobs as they came. Yeah. And, you know, when they left, oh, well, we'd go wait tables for a yeah. year. You know, we went where we were yeah, wanted. We would go where the jobs were. You, we were the 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 hired gun, which is how you support your family. Um, we were the show you brought in. We kicked ass and we we made you money, gave you ratings, um, which they don't care about anymore. Which no one cares about anymore. That's fine, <laughs> no problem. But, but this so, is the first time in our adult lives that we have been able to choose. Either to stay where we're at or yeah. go somewhere. And if we do go somewhere, we get to pick that place. Which is, can I tell you, that's what one of, I had an interview at a uh, clinic last week and we were talking about my transition into what I'm doing. And this is a Hawaii clinic, right? As yeah. a um, Hawaii clinic. And I said, yeah, this, that, blah, 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 blah. And then I, of course, bring up how I'm here in the Flint area now. And she's like, oh, there's probably a lot of. A lot of need for help there oh. right now. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, there's been. I'm like, don't think the Flint water crisis oh, hell no. happened to like Pleasantville. We already had our problems no. here. But so it is a um, field that has a tad bit more breadth and there's more opportunity. And yes, we chose to say, hey, we want to go to Hawaii. That's where we think our future is. So let's make that happen now. I, I And I mean this with all of my heart. If winter didn't exist here in Flint, Michigan, yeah. I would stay. Yeah. I can't do it anymore. My sinuses, yeah. my asthma, it's just too much. And I, I would absolutely stay here. I yeah. love the area. I and love our house. Honest, I'll, you know what? I'll be honest, too. As our society, culture, whatever it is, just degenerates more. And I don't think is in any kind of um, on a path to start getting better. And I don't think civility is going to be returning. No, people and I think are it's, terrible It's only right going to get worse. I do feel a little bit like Hawaii, specifically the Big Island, speaks much more to my personal values. Yeah, to my people are very angry right now, and they're angry at everybody. And I just like I'm. I truly don't want to leave the house anymore because I, every time I've gone out, I've seen somebody flip out on somebody else for whatever reason, 
and it's becoming more and more apparent. It's more and more rampant road rage. I mean, just and there are bad people everywhere. Like yeah. that's and uh, you, as we've talked, as you learned with AJ being accosted and almost assaulted on a, a trail. Yeah, that's never happened to me here in Flint. Listen, things aren't perfect anywhere, no. but overall, making this move not only feels right on all these levels, but just kind of on a culture, on a way we want to live our lives. Yeah. It's where we want to go. So with that being said, this is not, and we are people who have moved all over. I'm talking from Milwaukee to Seattle, South Bend to Salt Lake City, Stevens Point to Flint, Michigan. We can make a move happen. Yeah, moves don't scare me. It's a little bit different. And it's it's a little scary. And... The, so the idea is Pat goes out there, he nails down some employment, starts working, and, you know, he's going to kind of get a setup out there however he can, How, whatever that means. I mean, like I said, we're flying by the seat of our whatever pants, quite means. literally. Great. And then I stay back here. Um, luckily, financially, we're not in a place where I have to go out and get like a temporary full-time job. Well, you're on unemployment. I'm right on now. unemployment. I'm doing some freelance jobs and we've squirreled money away. So like it, it'll be okay for me to be a mom at home for a few months while doing stuff on the side. I mean, it obviously is a lot easier because we're in the pandemic. And we have a, we have a teenager. Yeah, too. we have, we we have, have a, a teenager. If this he's, was 10 years ago, holy yeah. hell, would this be a different story? He's doing school from home. I mean, yeah. we're comparing this to... It's not the worst time for all no, of this to happen. No. But we're comparing it to when I got a morning job in Seattle. And our son was... Six months old. Not even. I was out there before that. I mean, by the time I was interviewing, he was like, what, four months it maybe? It was Easter. Yeah, Easter. he was four so, months yeah, four old. Months. Yeah. Our son is four months old. And because I am just not in dad mode yet, I am still in Pat Clark radio superstar career motivated mode. I'm plowing ahead with my career. And all of a sudden, I have this job offer from this huge radio station in Seattle. And we're going to pay you all this money. And not only is it A, I'm thinking the this is what you're in it for yeah right this is it but it's also like oh my goodness i have all this money now i can support my family yeah this is going to be a great thing and i just kind of was like all right bye yeah he was very much like okay well i'm gonna go out there and you can meet me out there and i said excuse me and i literally went out there and it wasn't even my name on our apartment lease (laughs) i literally got out there and got set up in a hotel and went looking for apartments and was just calling back to her as she has like a newborn on her hip and again she's postpartum we don't know that but she is i was postpartum i was working like three jobs She's working she's got the newborn baby and here i am like hey uh found a great apartment so uh just pack everything up (laughs) Pack, pack that all up. I'm going to have the, the, the moving truck come on down. And by the way, she didn't have to pack anything. No. I paid to have a moving company pack, pack stuff, which was the best decision it of my life. It was really great. Because they don't have emotional attachment to your junk. Nope. They pack it and they put it in a box. It was also because that Seattle job paid a lot of money and I had <laughs> ample moving budget to spare. But still, regardless, that's how I feel with this, where I'm kind of like, all right, I'm going to go. And it kind of bites a little bit more because I know I'm like, it's the middle of the winter in Michigan. 
And I'm saying, hey, I'm going to go bounce to Hawaii. It's okay. I know. It just seems to me, I, I it, seem very selfish doing it. No, I feel like this is such a huge transition point in our lives yeah. where we are changing careers and we are going to move. We've been talking about moving to a warmer climate for years. We just have never had the job opportunity to do it. But now we do. I am fine staying here. And I'm going to, oh, I can't wait to sell all the shit in this house and just go out there with like the bare bones. Bare bones. Like just, I can Clothes and electronics. Yeah. That, well, not what, and, and, you know, stuff that means something. Well, yeah. Like my grandparents' wedding picture, yeah. that's coming with. But, you know, this bar stool I'm sitting on is not coming with. Poor R2-D2. He's not coming with. He's busted anyway. But someone else is going to love R2-D2. No, I, I don't have a problem with this at all. I already told Pat, I said, there are two things I need you to help me with before you go. And one of those is cleaning out his mom's storage space. Yeah. Um, Because I'm not doing that. (laughs) And it's not that I I could. I could easily do it and figure out what you want kept and what you don't. But I feel like you you need to be there for that. And I also just want your help going through some of our old moving boxes. Because there's a lot of crap we can get rid of. So... I think I'm good. The flight is reasonable, and I have a bunch of Delta credits. I'm not worried about that. But Plus, he, it's a one-wayer. It's a one-wayer, so it's pretty <laughs> easy. But so I, I need a place to stay, right? Because no one's staying at a hotel. And so I've been poking around, and there's a lot of decent deals, but I just got a text from a woman who uh, is offering me <gasps> a room in her home. Did you ask if you can bring the bird yet? Shh, not to this home. <laughs> This is a nice house. Some of the other places, they would allow a cat. So I assume if you if you would allow a cat, I could get a bird. A bird is, but less, it's a yeah. whole deal to to get the bird out yeah. there. I learned. Did she text you? Yeah. What'd so, she say? Um, she had someone else who might be interested in the room because they're doing kind of the same thing. Yeah. But she said, and but she wasn't. A lot of people go out there and and establish employment and yeah, then they, find a place to live. They're doing exactly what I'm doing. Yeah. I am not the first of my kind to do no, this. You won't be the last. I won't be the last. Someone will come. But so it what did is she say? Common. What did she say? So she had someone else who's doing the yeah. same thing, right? And she said, if they don't get in touch with me, I will reach yeah. out. And so she goes, okay. She goes, so they did uh, get in touch and stop by. They won't have their answer for a few days because. They put in an offer on a home today. So they might be buying a house. So should hear back in three days. So, so I, I, yeah. if I remember when you put in an offer, it's pretty common, like a 48, 72-hour window. Yeah, they give when you time you, to change your yeah, mind. Yeah, well, no, because you'd like counter, right? Like well, you, you yeah. give them. So I get what she's saying. So I assume if these people don't want it, I could I could check up with her. She seems like a very nice woman. Her and her husband are from Oregon. Is it Oregon or Oregon? Oregon. They're from Oregon. We lived in the Pacific Northwest. You never learned how to say Oregon? Well, Washington's easy, but Oregon, I feel like, is uh, one of those that we get into, like, uh, caramel and caramel type uh, conversations. But it seems like she's a a retiree with her husband in a very nice home. She made it a point to tell me over the phone that it's a uh, home north of seven figures. (laughs) Okay. And she's <laughs> a lot of houses out there like that. Yeah. But it seems this goes, me and my husband are retired. We built this home. So I'm like, all right, this is what they wanted to do. And then every summer they go back to the yeah. mainland and drive around in an yeah. RV, which is just, which fabulous. sounds very Oregonian of them. Yeah. Very Portland. That's, yeah. That's very Pacific Northwesty of them. Um, but so she says, very to, crunchy yeah, granola. She says to finance that, uh, they rent out a room in the home because it is again, North of seven figures. It's a big house. So it's it's a big house. Uh, she goes, we rent out one of the rooms that has its own, you know, all that jazz. And it helps fund their summer adventure. And then in the, when they're gone for the summer. They rent out the whole house. She says, we rent the whole house and make a killing. 
Sure. Well, obviously, the year 2020 happened, and she said, we're not going anywhere this no. year. <laughs> There's no, the slush fund was not filled. No. But so regardless, she reached out because I had kind of uh, spotted a few rentals that looked decent that were either rooms or like a studio, which is called Nohana. Um, and I also posted in some Facebook groups that me and you are a part of that are like locals. And by locals, I mean new locals, um, the transplants, yeah. folks like us. And she reached out to me saying baba baba ba so we spoke she seems cool and um i mean by the end of the week you're gonna know so yeah so basically and, and if she doesn't get back to you in a couple of days and you find a different place no she will the fact that she because yesterday we spoke and she was cool it was very much like ta- it reminded me of talking to my aunt helen to my great aunt oh, that's helen cute. yeah very much so and and you she, have to go out there whether you get this room or not though but like she said I'm going to call you tomorrow either way. And I re- I even gave her the option. I said, hey, if it's a no, just, you know, no, she goes, no, I'm going to call you That's either way. That's very nice of her. So I have no doubt the fact she that she- She has more respect for you than every single program director we ever worked with in radio. <laughs> they just ghost you. Yeah. They're like, nope. But, you know, and, and now the fact that she just texted me and said, hey, give me three days. It's a pretty good um, deal. And um, it's all in. Well, like, you, so ha- you have to go. I mean, it's I a know. non-issue. You have to go out there. I'm going to stay back here. I think Hopefully I'd rather get him through the school year. Oh, I will sell everything that is not, you know, nailed down. And but you are going to have to come back. I can't take these pets out by myself. No, that'll give to, me a well, straight up heart attack. The pets now, and I heard even during the best of days, and the best of days is when everyone was scamming the airlines and letting like cockatoos on the plane because they're emotional support animals, which is all over now. The best of days I've heard getting your pets out to the island is. Uh, Heart attack inducing. Yeah. These days, it's even harder because they've done away with the emotional support animals, which that just started, which yeah. is good. Which is good. Yeah. It was being abused. It was, yeah. There were dogs taking dumps in like the middle of the airport. Oh, yeah. There were dogs biting people. Like, give me yeah. a break. And, you know, the, the poor people that, that work in the airline industry already make shit money. I don't, and then know, you got, I don't know who makes money there, but... You got somebody walking up yeah. to the baggage counter with a pony. Ooh. Like, this is my emotional support so, pony. I'm fine with the fact that now it's back to just service animals, but it has changed the game for pets getting to Hawaii. I think that they're going to have to go the traditional... Car- baggage route? Baggage like, route. Well, cargo. Which is, by the way, before people think cargo, cargo... In a plane, it is not a unpressurized. It, this is a controlled environment. Yeah. There, there's they all don't these put living things in there. <laughs> there. There's all these myths that that there's like this this garbage pit area, and that's where the animals and no. like baggage goes. It's like no, it's a controlled area. They wouldn't be moving animals there otherwise. I mean, to be honest, and I know she doesn't talk about it a lot. AJ and her family flew in there original family dog uh, yeah see i didn't know you, that you bought i don't my know if you dad, bought online i didn't oh first of all i didn't do any of this my you dad did nothing. my dad wanted some sort of designer breed dog and he got it and he got it from a breeder which 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 by today's standards is not that fancy of a breed now you no. see a lot of them now it's like the schnoodles and the uh all that so he nonsense. had the dog flown into milwaukee from st louis and we met somebody from the airline in the baggage area and they just wheeled up a little crate with a little puppy in it and he was adorable and he was tiny and all white and he looked like a little polar bear and he was scared shitless so you know i think at this point it makes it almost a little more out of our hands which is which is better riding in the cabin with our animals would be 
a nightmare. Well, we had two friends that brought their uh, their cats to San Francisco, and they specifically like moved to San Francisco. Yeah, like they moved. They're out there they now. They moved from Flint to San yes. Francisco, and they were going out there with their two cats. And same thing. We said, "Are you driving or flying?" They said, "No," because we're ditching like all the cars. We're going out yeah. there with no car because we don't need them. But we're bringing the cats, and they flew, and they like designed their travel plans around those cats. Yeah. Like they took the late flight and they found like a mid, like they researched which one in the middle of the week was the least um, populated. Yeah. So there wouldn't be the like as many people on it. And they it. also did say that, yes, it was a nightmare and the cats meowed the yeah. entire flight. And even with all that, we asked them, we're like, how'd it go? And, 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 and she's like, nightmare, nightmare. She's like, just four hours of Jade. I think Jade is the one cat. Just, just meowing. Screaming. Just, yeah. Which, I mean, I don't know. Is that any worse than a baby, like, crying on, on your you know, uh, flight? There were babies crying on our flight back from Hawaii, and that was a nine-hour flight, and really, it's no different. You know, or, you know, these days, some, some asshole screaming <laughs> about liberty or something. I mean, there's <laughs> no, always see, they this. Kick, they kick them off quick. Yeah. So, but there's always distractions and things that can go awry. I'm just, as long as we are in agreement. That you are coming back to help us move out there. Yeah. <laughs> that's, this I, is not just yeah. you meeting no. us at the airport. That ain't no, 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 no. That'd be cool. But no, I'll be back. So, so yeah, I'll be back. Yes, you will. I'll be gone till November. I'll, I'll be gone. gone till November. No, you won't. I'll be, I'll be gone till November. You got till June. <laughs> January. <laughs> Pat and AJ. Pat and AJ. Podcast from paradise. What we're thinking of doing is like there's going to be the Pat and AJ podcast and there's yeah. going to be like little shoot off branches of it. Like there's going to be the podcast from Paradise, which that's what we're recording right now. That's we're it. in Hawaii. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're talking about doing a mental health podcast because yeah. Pat is going into social work. Congratulations on that. Thank the social you. work, not the burp. I'll, I'll take it on both. Um, you guys, there she, are dumpster cats out there and I love them so much. And one of them's named Bagheera from yeah. the Jungle Book. And he is, you guys... He's so ratchet. He is the most ratchet cat I have ever. His his because he's a feral cat, but he's super friendly because they they feed him, and they hang out with him. So he's friendly. His tail is bent, oh. like it it goes straight and then it goes up. His he's missing a part of his ear. His eye is all 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 janky, and his paw is he like is. backwards. It's a junkyard cat. And I mean, he feels gross. Like I'm petting him, and he just feels like he's got broken. But he's so friendly and sweet and he hangs out by the dumpster and yes. she introduced she's the one who like domesticated him yes like she fed him she pets him and then now he comes up to everybody and but now I he's got a bushy tail apparently he was fighting last night we heard <laughs> he got in another fight last night and well the lady out there she goes yeah he do you see him today he got in another fight and his eyes all messed up and i said fight. i said his eye was messed up yesterday she goes yeah but now it's really messed up <laughs> he's so cute though i love the dumpster cats it is a uh, island full of them. Yeah, there are so many feral cats here. They actually run radio ads on how to take care of them. Yeah. Which I love. Apparently, like, there's a cat society here of just people who feed and take care of the feral cats, and they trap them to get them spayed and, yeah. and neutered, and then they let them go. And- well, that's like I was telling you. I, I said, in the Midwest, it's, it's going to sound cruel, but uh, there, we we have a winter, and yeah. unfortunately, feral cats... A lot of them don't make it through well, the winter. That's why, like the Humane Society of Genesee County and the you know Animal Control of Flint, they offer up like straw and boxes and basically any way to try to keep these cats warm during the winter so they don't kick it. 
Yeah. But here, they, they never kick it. They just keep reproducing and fighting. <laughs> and now there's a lot of feral cats in Hawaii. <laughs> I mean, there's but no off-season. It's just all year round. It's just nice weather and uh, re- reproducing and getting in fights. That's and an amazing life for them. It is. And there are a lot of people who care about them. <laughs> and they get to hang out with these cool, uh, like, you know, bikini blondes that live here. Yes, and, a lot of know. pretty girls, a lot of pretty girls. True story. Pretty girls or past pretty girls? Either pretty girls in their prime or past their prime or, you know. Am I hot? Are you hot or is it just me? I mean, I consider myself like past my prime. No, I mean like I'm sweating Uh, now. It's because the sun is setting. It's starting to get hot. Well, yeah, because the sun where where we are uh, literally looking off the west coast of Maui right now, the sun sets right. Right I can like us. feel my head start to sweat without under well, my hair. Well, if your head is sweating, then it's time to wrap it's up. It's time to go. This episode <laughs> of the podcast in paradise. This I was, have to go. I have to go fun. check out my dumpster cat. The Pat and AJ Podcast Network is available on all your favorite audio platforms. Subscribe today. Follow Pat and AJ on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook now at Pat and AJ. PatandAJ.com. Support the Pat and AJ Podcast Network today by donating on Venmo or Cash App. Powered by the people. The Pat and AJ Podcast.